Welcome to Five Cats, Two Pussies. This is Ronnie. And this is Lindsay. And today, we are going to talk about crystals. Yeah. We are going to give you our our Lindsay Ronnie Crystal Starter Pack. Yeah. It's going to be dope. I'm, <laughs> I'm excited for this. I'm very excited. We don't know what's um, in each other's starter pack. And this is for the like crystal initiate, the crystal curious. Somebody who's like, I kind of like witchy things, and maybe I'll buy a crystal, but I don't really know what I'm doing or why. So we're going to give you our suggestions for the five that you should pick up first. Yeah, totally. Sweet. Yeah, that's what we're doing today. (laughs) 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 But before we get into all of that, Lindsay, how was your week? It was a long week, dude. Right? Yeah, it was a long week. It's not even over for me yet. I have to go to work today. Blech. It's Saturday and I have to work and I'm bummed. We're all bummed for you. Uh-huh. Uh, the collective pussy universe is like, oh, Lindsay had to work on Saturday? Yeah. Lame. I know. I don't usually. I'm a four day a week kind of gal. I know I've said it to you guys before, but five days working is too much. <laughs> we all agree. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine a single person that is like, you know what? I love working five days. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, so I made an effort to change my life in that I decided I'm only working four days a week. Once in a while, I work five. It's not very often, but sometimes I do, and it does not make me happy. Well, you're going to line your pockets with some fat stacks, and then maybe you'll buy a new plant from the place across the street from the bar. I actually <laughs> probably am going to do that <laughs> before I go in to nice. hell. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I feel like the weeks have been long lately in general. Yeah. I feel like every week we come on here and we're like, oh, this is the worst week. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like I'm just ready to like roll out of May and into June and like just start with those fresh summer vibes. Right, dude? Yeah. I just want time to do nothing and time to like chill and do fun things like playing bags in the yard. I'm right? super excited for that. Yeah. I, I'm right on that same page with you. Like I, I'm ready for summer vacation. Yeah. I feel like last summer I had a beautiful, peaceful, calm summer in the yard. Yeah. But this summer I really want to like embody that like 10 year old summer vacation vibe dude totally eat a little too much ice cream get a few too many sunburns yeah spend time just laying on a blanket reading books it'll be great my legs are gonna be so tan oh they are not gonna look like we live in new england (laughs) engineer dan is already deeply tanned dude because he stands in the sun for like 30 seconds and then i know he's like a sponge (laughs) yeah it's ridiculous Somebody told me I look tan the other day, and I was like, "Well, I'm, a little bit. I'm always tan, though." Well, I mean, you have you have a dark complexion, but <laughs> <laughs> you are a little bit tan. Like I don't know, I see you every week, so I can see. Uh, yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, I can see a slight difference. You do look a little tanned. It's got like that sun kissed glow. Oh, that's probably as from opposed D&D to like last normal brown skin. Yeah, no. yeah, it's probably from D and D last week. Yeah, that's I uh, I would assume so. We've got D&D coming up tomorrow, too. I know. I'm going to wear shorts so that I can get a, a head start nice. on my, my tan legs. <laughs> I'm going to wear a thick coating of zinc oxide because I am, <laughs> not, I am not tanned. I do not have a base. It's going to be 92 degrees. We play in the backyard until everyone is fully vaccinated, and then we'll play in an air-conditioned room. But that's still two weeks away. So we're counting down the days. I'm so excited. <laughs> Should be fun. 
<laughs> oh, speaking of ACs, I ordered a couple of new ACs for my apartment because Brian stored our old ACs in his like basement recording studio, which smells moldy down there. And so now the ACs smell moldy. And I'm so glad that I ordered those ACs when I did yeah. because now they are sold out, the ones that I wanted. You're so smart. Oh, so it smart. was just lucky. It was really lucky. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had an air conditioner uh, in the house before, so this will be a special treat for us this summer. Yes, it yeah, will. Dan's mom gifted me one for my birthday last year, so we'll we'll see how this goes. <laughs> I'm like equally excited and nervous. <laughs> uh, air conditioning, I swear, one of the greatest inventions. <laughs> I love it warm, but I also love to be able to cool off when it's that's warm. That's fair. That's yeah. That's it's <laughs> essential for me in sleeping. I've already got the because I sleep sort of on my side, sort of on my stomach. That's how it's, I sleep too. Yeah, I would sleep on my stomach a hundred percent, except my boobs hurt when I do that. So I sort of like three quarters sleep. I sleep the way that you're supposed to roll somebody if they're going to vomit when they puke. Oh, so yeah. like knee up, facing down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so <laughs> that's how I sleep yeah. too. <laughs> but because like, I also like blankets and my arms up by my face when I do this, all like my boobs shift up and my shoulder rolls in. And before you know it, like my boob are, my boobs are touching my neck and I've just got this pool <laughs> that forms like under my chin and it started. And I'm just like, I'm over this already. <laughs> and it's not even June 1st. <laughs> that is never a problem that I've had. Oh, it's, it's atrocious. It's so <laughs> gross. It's so gross. There's nothing worse than like being asleep for an hour and feeling like you need to take a shower. I mean, I do kind of envy you because you do have boobs that you can propeller and I don't. And I really want to like feel what it's like to propeller some titties. That's fair. It hurts. (laughs) Still want to try it. Uh, I'm going to totally tangent for a second on like in relation to boobs. I don't know if you follow um, Gabby Tuft on Instagram, uh, but she's a newly, uh, newly boobified woman. So um, Gabby is trans and just got her implants and she's been posting her entire um, like transformation and her entire um, process online and sharing like how she feels on a daily basis about like everything. But I've been very particularly curious about the boob implant portion because I was sort of sort of like curious in um, in like, you know, what size was she going to choose? Because she does have, like, she's a very tall woman. She does have a very broad frame. And so I was curious, like, what size was going to look appropriate. And, like, I know it takes a while for them to fully form and she's still on hormones. But seeing her pure joy in, like, wearing a bikini that's, like, filled out a little bit and I'm like, touching my own boobs while I'm doing this. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. <laughs> Put my hands in my pockets now. <laughs> but, like... I've just, I've really enjoyed it. And it did, it did make me appreciate my boobs a little bit more and being like, this is something like, I hate them, but it is something that, uh, that like a lot of people really, really want and it completely transforms their life. And so I've, I've gotten a a lovely new appreciation for them. And I think Gabby's a good time follow if you want to check her out. Awesome. Yeah. I'll definitely check her out. Coolio. How are the kitties doing this week? Good. They're starting to do their, like, it's getting warm routine. 
So Dog has started sleeping back in Dan's office using his chair as a pillow. He likes, (laughs) yeah, he likes to have his head lifted while he sleeps. (laughs) So he started doing that. They've started sleeping at the bottom of the stairs again, where it's nice and cool on the tiles, stretching out really long in the bed. I'm like, all right, I'm keeping an eye on you, but they don't know the air conditioning is coming and it will be in a room open to them shortly. So that will be nice for them if they so choose to use it. But... I decided to take some advice from you this week. Oh, really? So a couple of weeks ago, um, in relation to Kenway's scratching on the wall, you had suggested that it might be a territory thing Mm -hmm. and that maybe it's because there's only one food bowl. So Kenway claims the litter box and then immediately is like, this is also my food. Mm -hmm. So this morning I have put down a second food bowl. That is, we used to have two food bowls because we had three cats and we just wanted to make sure that they all could eat on a regular basis, but they were always side by side. So this time I put the second food bowl sort of down the hall a bit. Oh, okay. And they both cats this morning like walked up to it very like suspiciously and were like, I don't know about this. <laughs> you try it. I think it's food. <laughs> Took a few nibbles and we're like, okay, good. <laughs> But I'm curious to see, it's not a like his and his food bowl situation, but I'm wondering if because there's more than one that will help Kenway not scratch the wall when he comes out of the bathroom. Yeah. Or if he'll just scratch it in two places now and then I'll be really pissed. (laughs) That's really interesting. Now that I think about it with Mr. and Pterodactyl, we used to keep their food bowls right next to each other and Mr. would always scratch the wall too. We started separating them just because, like, Pterodactyl will scarf down her food and then try to eat Mister's. So we separated them, and I didn't realize it until now, but Mister did actually stop scratching the wall. Oh, wow. So I wonder if it'll work for them, too. I'm very hopeful. And I don't want to start, like, we're not home on a regular enough basis um, right now to, like, only feed them at certain times. Uh, So I'd rather, like... I'd rather just have the dry kibble down when they want it. But, you know, I'm I'm also just kind of tired of being woken up in the middle of the night by the scratching like five times a night because Kenway's just like playing in the litter box. <laughs> so <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what happens. I'll keep you I'll keep you all posted, but <laughs> fingers crossed yeah, this works. Awesome. Cool. I also have other bathroom news. Ooh. And I'm gonna light our candle as I sh- as I shared this bit. Oh, okay. Two birds, one stove. So, <laughs> so on the, the bathroom front, I had a tushy adventure this week. Oh. This is a first for me. I'm sure if you have a tushy and you're listening, you're like, ah, baby. It's <laughs> 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 so new to tushies. <laughs> so uh, I cleaned the bathtub and was like cleaning drains and like doing a lot with hot water. And I'm sure you can see where this is going, but sat down in my tushy to take a poo afterwards and didn't think about the fact I had just been running the hot water and took a shower for like 40 minutes the hot water was going. And I just did my thing, turned the tushy on, and I leapt off that toilet. (laughs) (laughs) Thank God I wasn't using also the squatty potty because I would have like then like... With my feet on that, I then would have easily face planted right into the litter box. (laughs) (laughs) I hopped off that thing so freaking fast. That burned my butthole so bad. (laughs) It was so hot. I was like, why is this so 
hot. <laughs> and then I realized it's hooked up to the hot water. Like, because I never let the water run and I never, I know it's got a, the knob to like warm it up, but I don't care. It's just, it's always kind of like cool. Right. It's not quite lukewarm. It's on the cool side, but it's never fucking cold. Right. It's tap water temperature. And I'm like, that's nice. And yeah, this time it was all the way hot. And it was <laughs> scorching. And it was so funny because about 10 minutes later, uh, engineer Dan went in to like wash his hands in the bathroom sink. And it was like, oh, this is so hot. I was like, let me tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> that sucks <laughs> on your butthole. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah oh. tissue users be warned <laughs> oh. yeah maybe you need to turn the temperature down on it a little yeah i, I did yeah. <laughs> it's like this is never happening again if somebody's on there and they're like this is too cold then they can turn it up themselves yeah <laughs> yeah I actually don't mind the cold anymore. I think it's rather refreshing. I prefer it. I don't like yeah. There's something kind of weird about warm water on my butt. I yeah. feel like I'm just, I don't know, sprinkling pee in there or something. I don't know. It's just, it doesn't make me feel clean. It's weird. Hot water on my hands makes me feel clean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But hot water on my butt? Not really. Yeah. I like it when it's cold outside. Eh, that's fair. But now it's going to be hot outside. Yeah, everything. Even my shower temperature, my knob has started like dialing all the way back yeah. to cold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, I think we've gotten all of our news out of our system. It's time to take a little break. And then we'll come right on back to share each of ours individualized five selections of crystals for your crystal starter kit. Coolio. Back in a second, which is. Welcome back. Thanks, dude. Okay. So we wanted to come up with individualized. Like, I have no idea what Lindsay's picked, and she doesn't know what I've picked. Five crystals for a sort of like, for a crystal curious starter kit. For yeah. somebody who's got witchy vibes, who's witchy inclined, or just hasn't gone out and bought crystals yet and is like, maybe I have one or two, but you don't really know where to start. Or maybe you want to buy some for someone else and you're like, what the, what, what the fuck should I buy for a noob? So, first, I'm kind of curious, Lindsay, what went into your thought process? Before we get into like what you chose, how did you choose five? Okay, so the main thing that I was looking for when I was choosing five was I wanted each crystal to represent something different or have different properties. Because there are a lot of crystals that I like that can sort of work with other crystals or do very similar things or enhance even. But I really wanted these first five to be totally different. Cool. Yeah. I, I wrote that down as one of my five things for five crystals as well. So uh, my thought there being, you know, having five healing crystals would be fun, but redundant. Yeah. And a starter pack should have a little bit of everything. So you can kind of get your own vibe going and be like, I like this a little more. I need a little more of that in my life, but yeah. it should be a well-rounded selection. Absolutely. I also wanted them to be crystals that you can find in any crystal shop. Oh, see. Like I wanted them yeah. to be accessible. Yeah, totally. I also thought about accessibility and um, I didn't even think about a crystal shop. I was also thinking about like 
what could you maybe find even outside of a crystal shop at yeah. like a cute little gift shop or a plant shop? Because a lot of stores sell crystals now. And I was like, well, not everybody has access to a like a true witchy crystal shop. Like you got to live right. in a pretty urbanized area a lot of times to to find something specific like that. Yeah, absolutely. Now, I sort of piggybacked on the accessibility with, um, you know, also wanted to sort of find a balance between ones that people would recognize and something fun. So one of the things that I took into consideration was sort of like a trendiness factor. So kind of going with accessibility, more about affirming. So people are going to see a lot of crystals sort of just out and around, a lot on Instagram. It's a lot of clear quartz and rose quartz and amethyst and that sort of thing. And I wanted to sort of affirm somebody's curiosity in crystals that might be um, that might be drawn in by like seeing some of these um, some of these stones around everywhere. So basically saying like, hey, yeah, you've seen it. You think it's pretty. We're affirming it's okay to go buy that. Yeah, totally. You don't have to like mm -hmm. stay away from it just because everybody else is doing yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and then I wanted to balance mine out with um, something fun as well. So I chose one stone. It was kind of hard, but I chose one stone that you're not going to like find in a Barnes and Noble. Oh, cool. Well, you might, but like I, I wanted to pick one because I think sometimes the fun of it is a little bit the hunt. Yeah. And, you know, this, my, my sort of fifth stone was something that, you know, you might have to go look for. So maybe you have to go find a crystal shop or, you know, and get, get out there a little bit. Uh, and, you know, maybe that, that sparks you into like looking for other things too. Yeah. I think one of the neato-est things about crystals is that there are no two alike. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. I think that's super cool. And, and that's something that as we go through our selections, um, you know, I want to talk a little bit about like the forms that they come in because there's all different shapes, sizes, uh, textures for a lot of these. Yeah. And that's very individualized. Um, some of it depends on what you're going to use it for. And some of it's just personal preference. Yeah, dude, totally. Let's okay. get into it. Yes. <laughs> all right. <laughs> So I, I feel like we're probably going to have some crossover here, yeah, but I probably. truly have no idea what you picked. <laughs> <laughs> so why don't you go first? All right. The first stone that I picked was amethyst. Okay. All right. It's, I mean, it's basic, yep. but it, sh I think it should be in any starter pack. Well, it wasn't the first stone I selected, but I also picked amethyst. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> it really is a, like a stone of spirituality. Uh, a lot of people use it for like meditation and enhancing intuition and enhancing psychic abilities. Uh, it's really good for stress relief and reducing insomnia, which is something that I suffer from quite a bit. Yeah, it's uh, a, a crystal that you can put under your pillow if you're having bad dreams. Um, it's supposed to like deepen your connection to yourself and your ability to tap into your spirituality or your intuition, which is the reason that I picked it. It's attached to the third eye chakra. Um, so that was one of the things that went in to, to my five was choosing different chakras as well. 
And this one has some fun history shit too. So if you don't know what amethyst is, uh, it is a purple quartz stone and it can be, this is one of those ones that comes in different forms. So it can be polished. So like nice and smooth, like put in a tumbler kind of thing. It can be what I'm going to call rough. I don't really know what to call it when it's in almost like a geode form, very raw form. Yeah, I'd probably call it raw. Yeah, so it can be in its raw form. It can be uh, pointed. So that's when you see like this sort of tapered pillar-like crystals. Um, or it could be gem cut, like you can find it in jewelry. But um, it's, you know, associated with Bacchus, so the, the Greek god of wine. And large drinking vessels uh, used for water and wine were often carved from this stone in Roman times. And I think that's so fucking Holy ob- like opulent. <laughs> that's like, that, it's <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> uh, and Roman matrons believed that wearing amethyst would help grant fidelity. Oh, okay. So if they if they wore an amethyst, then their partner wouldn't cheat on them. Oh, okay. Which I don't really know how that works, but uh, yeah, I think I it's cool. I don't either, but it's, uh, sure. it's also thought that Cleopatra wore a ring made of amethyst engraved with an image of Mend, a Persian god who is considered a source of enlightenment and love. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and just because for funsies. It is also one of the 12 gemstones that lined the walls of heaven in the book of Revelations, which I had no oh. fucking idea. I didn't know that there were gemstones yeah, and I crystals talked about in Revelations. I didn't either. Dragons and gemstones, so biblical. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, today in the Roman Catholic Church, it the color of amethyst is associated with the wine, again, because purple, cool. But it's also one of the signature gemstone rings for bishops. And apparently they have like a bunch of ceremonial rings. Um, which immediately makes me think of like almost a characterized like comic book-esque bishop with like, I don't know, this like in my head, big fat dude with like a ring on every finger. (laughs) And one of them now in my head will be Amethyst. (laughs) I know not all bishops are evil, just this is what pops into my head. I love it. I love it. Okay. So stone number one for both of us, we have an amethyst. Yeah. Now, my first stone that I selected was hematite. Oh, okay. So hematite is a grounding stone. Uh, is this one that you have? No, I didn't pick <gasps> hematite. Oh, it's so <laughs> special. <laughs> okay. So this is the first one. This is where I started because my thought process was... If I'm going to have if I'm going to have five crystals that I give to somebody who's not familiar, I want them to start grounded and then build from there. So it's a black sort of silvery stone. It can kind of be almost a reddish brown too, but it's got this um, like sort of silvery sheen on it and um, it can come polished um, or it can come rough cut. Uh, or raw cut, and it was known as a bloodstone in the Middle Ages because it's super rich in iron oxide. So this is a, a stone where if you put it in water or grind it up, it's going to tu- it's going to melt away, oh. and it's going to turn the water like a blood red. So it's a bloodstone. So sometimes if you look up really really old spells and spell work, you really have to know what you're doing and which one you might be looking at because there's a modern bloodstone as well. Didn't we tell a story in a previous episode that I think had to do with Greek mythology where 
I can't remember what it was now, but there was a stone that was ground up and it turned the water to red and it was used to, um, oh, to like scare a lion goddess or something like that. Yep, that sounds familiar. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if that was hematite. Could have been. Could have been. So, yeah, that actually brings me to a good point. <laughs> episode 24. So long ago. There is an episode called Aura Redo and Crystal Power. Now, I can't be certain that that is the episode where we shared that particular story, but I do think it's worth noting that that is the episode where we go into uh, how to choose a crystal, how to cleanse a crystal, that sort of thing. So episode 24 to find out after you've got your five stones, what the fuck do you do with them? <laughs> You'll have to go back and listen to episode 24. This was before we were smart and kept notes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so back to hematite. <laughs> um the, the stone itself has a strong connection with the root chakra. So again, I wanted to try and pick different stones for different reasons, different chakras. Um, it's used for grounding energy and balance, and it basically takes excess energy and stores it. So it absorbs negative energy and transforms it into something else. So it'll take negative emotions and negative energy, sort of store it, ground it, put it away for later to be dealt with. And, and it also harnesses that sort of sometimes, I don't know about everybody else, but sometimes that like sort of frantic manic energy or like, I have too many emotions. Mm -hmm. I have too much going on right now. I'm, I'm abundantly anxious. I'm abundantly stressed. I'm abundantly sad. I have like so much energy and I want to do all the things. It takes all that energy and helps you harness it and ground it so that you can be productive with it. So it's not about removing negativity from your life. It's about rooting it in something to allow you to have balance and deal with it in a productive way rather than just be overwhelmed by the energy that you're that you're dealing with so it makes it an excellent meditation stone and worry stone you can I like it when it's like smooth so my hematite is um is polished mm -hmm. and you can hold it like put it between both hands and hold it um to form that sort of balance or circle and you can meditate with it or you can hold one in each hand and meditate like that. So it creates that sort of grounding balance. But it's also just like, it feels nice. It's a heavy stone. It's kind of cool to the touch all the time. And um, and it's just got like, I don't know, It's a, it's got a nice luster to it. It just makes a really good worry stone. So that like, again, that sort of frantic, like stress energy where you're just like, I got to fiddle. It'll help sort of take that energy mm -hmm. and store it so that you can be more productive. Super cool. Yeah. So for my second one, I chose a different black stone. Ooh. Yeah. And I went with this one because it's a, more of like a protection stone. So rather than taking negativity from within, like a lot of black stones do, like onyx, uh, obsidian, which isn't a crystal, but which has similar properties to onyx, I went with black tourmaline. Ooh. Ooh, that almost made my list. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was looking for something that sort of protects you from outside influences, from outside negativity. I wanted a guardian stone, uh, something that's going to like block bad vibes, basically. Uh, it's especially effective in keeping other people's bad thoughts and energies from like getting to you which I really like because I think that a lot of people are influenced by other people. Absolutely. Yeah. 
It can also be used to protect places. So you can protect your home. You can protect like your tent if you're camping. Uh, just kind of like the area around you. And I really, really dug that. It's double terminated, which means that it's kind of like pointed at both ends. Mm -hmm. So that means it'll draw in negative energy from one end and then kind of turn it into something else and push it out from the other end. Oh, very cool. I did not know that's how the energy flows through that one. Very yeah. neat. Yeah. Yeah. So kind of similar to yours, but a little bit different. Yep, absolutely. I uh, I used to wear a black tourmaline if I was going to do um, readings for somebody, so tarot card or intuition readings, just to so that not so that I'm blocking myself from their energy, but sort of to protect myself because sometimes you can take too much of somebody yeah. else when you're doing that sort of thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, cool. S super good. <laughs> so the second stone that I chose was actually. Clear quartz crystal. Oh. So this is kind of your basic bitch stone. <laughs> it really it's, is. It's the stone that's everywhere. Uh, it is super popular right now. It's that sort of white, like shiny crystal. When you think crystals, nine times out of town, what's going to pop into somebody's head is clear quartz crystal. Now this stone I chose because it is both a cleanser and an amplifier. And it kind of just mixes well with everything else. In my mind, it's the salt of crystals. You just sort of sprinkle it in with all your other crystals and it'll make them just a little bit better. And it is um, not only the most recognized, but you can, when you're looking for one, you can sort of choose, uh, obviously, whatever sort of shape you want. It comes in cut versions. It comes in pointed versions. It can come in uh, more of a rough or raw cut. But you want to be looking for one that has the clarity that you want and almost has like a shimmer of crystal clear water. So some are going to be more sort of fractionated than others um, and have more, um, more like almost chipping inside them. And, you know, just pick the one that looks right to you. But the higher the quality, the clearer the crystal is the thought. Cool. Uh, and these were sort of known as master healers because they amplify energy and thought. So um, it helps to amplify the other crystals around it. It's associated with the crown chakra. So it balances and revitalizes um, physical and emotional spiritual planes and it enhances psychic abilities. So it'll help like aid in concentration, memory, focus, those sort of things. But also if you're, um, you know, if you're, intuition fortune tellery inclined it can help you focus and and draw um more meaning from things like tarot cards or that sort of thing totally fair i also chose clear quartz Yay! as one of mine <laughs> um for all of the reasons that you listed but mostly because of the the physical and mental and spiritual clarity that it provides you yes yes absolutely uh, and I just like, that was one of those uh, like affirming stones for me where it's like, yeah, yeah if you're crystal curious, you're probably going to be able to get a quartz crystal anywhere and like anywhere like that you were like, mm, I wonder if they sell like this sort of stuff. Probably. Yes. And you can even like, you can even get these ones on Amazon, whatever, like, uh, you know, get it where you can, if you're interested in having one, but it's, it's that first stone of like, I kind of want a crystal. That's pretty. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, it is. It's fucking gorgeous. So buy it. Yeah. And it's everywhere. So it's easy. Kind of like amethyst. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What you got next, Lindsay? All right. So for my third one, I picked citrine. 
I also picked Citrine. Nice. Yeah. Also as my third stone. Weird. <laughs> Super weird. <laughs> yeah, I, I picked Citrine because it's a very energizing stone and it it's it's a it's a stone that provides joy, uh, happiness, courage even, and hope. I really like that it it, it kind of holds the energy of the sun and in that it does enhance joy because sun, you know, makes people happy. Um, it enhances self-esteem and creativity, self-expression. And I think that we all need a little bit of that, of totally. that in our lives. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like an all-around feel-good stone. Yeah, it is. Uh, now, citrine comes in two forms. Uh, so, sorry, I'll back it up for a second. Citrine is found in many shapes, and forms that way. So you can get it polished. Uh, so that's sort of tumbled, smooth feel. You can get it pointed. You can get it rough cut. Um, you can get it gem cut. But there are two types of citrine. And I don't have a strong opinion on this. I know which one I prefer. But you know, it really depends on what fits your budget and what fits your personal practice and beliefs. But citrine can be found in its natural form, which is called natural citrine haha <laughs> surprise <laughs> <laughs> and that is um, that is your like came out of the ground like that it's type of quartz it can be yellow orange sort of brown it can have sort of like bits of all of those it's a little harder to find pure natural citrine and it tends to be quite expensive by comparison to heat treated citrine oh okay now heat treated citrine is actually amethyst that is exposed to very high temperatures. And when amethyst is exposed to very high temperatures, it turns yellow. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So <laughs> when you're choosing a citrine, again, there's like, there's no wrong answer there. Follow what you think you would like. It is also, when you're looking at two pieces of citrine, so I have a chunk of, of natural citrine. It cost me $80. Wow. It was very expensive. Wow. It fits in the palm of my hand. It, like it is, it is like not cheap. And by comparison, that same amount of heat treated citrine would probably be like 15, 20 bucks. Wow. So That's crazy. yeah. And again, there's no wrong answer there, but like if you're going to buy a citrine stone and you truly care about which one it is you can generally tell based on price alone but you can also just ask is this heat treated or natural and the, the shop might know they might not i know it it really depends on how into their gemstones they are but the price is usually the the biggest signifier because to look at them side by side they really don't look that different but yeah huh cool yeah Basically, you, you scorch an amethyst with the temperature of the sun, and it turns yellow. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> cool. So we're three for four right now. We sure are. Um, so my fourth stone was actually my amethyst, which leaves me with my fifth stone. I have my fifth stone, too, still. Okay. So my fifth stone was tiger's eye. So is mine. Yes! <laughs> we are so awesome! <laughs> 
I'm actually, we'll talk about this in a second, but I'm actually quite surprised how many we have in common and which ones. <laughs> yeah, I am too. I wasn't expecting you to go Tiger's Eye. I was, I chose it because I didn't think you would. <laughs> <laughs> Tiger's Eye is the one on my list that I was like, I'm going to pick this one for fun. Like this is still easy to get by comparison, yeah. but it's a little less common than like a rose quartz or an amethyst or, you know, yeah. that sort of thing. So it's like this one you might actually have to go looking for. And to me, part of the fun of having crystals is the hunt. Yeah, absolutely. So what is a tiger's eye? Uh, it's often used in jewelry uh, and it is, you know, basically an opalescent um, gemstone that is like golden to red and brown. It's got a silky sort of luster to it. Sometimes it's swirled, sometimes it's layered, but it's always got like this sort of like dark brown or black background with like yellow and orange and brown lines in it. Yeah. It like, is actually my introduction to gemstones before I knew that they could be witchy. Oh, cool. Yeah, my dad gave me a pendant that belonged to, I want to say his mom, but it could have been his grandmother. That's a tiger's eye pendant. Uh, and it's just like a little teardrop with a little um, with a little heart-shaped diamond in the middle. Super cool. And yeah, and I <laughs> the diamond's whatever. The uh, I like the tiger's eye. Yeah, I do too. I was always like attracted to them as a kid, and I had like several tiger's eye oh, just cool. like stones that I would carry around with me. Very cool. Um, come to find out, they're associated with like courage and self confidence, and, and that's what I really yeah. like about it. Yep, same. That's that's why out of all the like fun stones I could pick, I went with this one because I wanted to round out. The five with exactly that bravery and courage. Yeah, 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 totally. Uh, it can also be used to enhance the properties of other crystals, which I really like too. Oh, kind cool. of kind of like clear quartz does. Oh, nice. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I do know that Roman soldiers used to wear it into battle uh, because they thought it brought strength and protection. Uh, and Asian uh, Chinese believed that it brought good fortune, courage, and integrity. Um, but it's basically a stone that's all about like living boldly and acting bravely. Yeah, and, totally. Yeah. And I like that it was also in my sort of chakra tree uh, was connected to the solar plexus chakra um, because it helps clear any imbalances, you know, leaving you the most comfortable, confident version of yourself. So it's not changing you. It's just sort of amplifying the desires and and the pieces of you that are maybe a little bit more fragile and sort of sticking them back together. Yeah. Another traditional use of it was to wear it as like an amulet to protect yourself from curses Ooh. Uh, or other kinds of ill wishes. The evil eye. Oh. The, the, the eye of the tiger scaring away the evil eye. That's really cool. Yeah, I think that's really cool too. Uh, but it's also used to like accumulate wealth and maintain it too. Oh, nice. Yeah. I like that. Now, this makes me think of the pendant that my dad gave me. Um, you know, again, wasn't mine originally. It belonged to you know some a matriarch in his family, but it was my understanding was that I think it was like a wedding gift for them, and uh, and then it became you know a pendant I wore a lot as a child. But I like that idea of like a wedding gift of like you know the diamond for you know diamond wedding-y stuff, but. Uh, the tiger's eye for like prosperity yeah. and courage and protection from evil. And I think that's a cool gift. Yeah, I think so too. Awesome. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> so just to recap here, Ronnie's five stones. We've got hematite for grounding. Clear quartz crystal for cleansing. Citrine for joy. 
Amethyst for spiritual intuition, and Tiger's Eye for courage. Yeah. I think that's a pretty good five. That is a pretty good five. Okay. Recap. Well, mine were all of the same, except I didn't go hematite. I went black tourmaline instead. Oh, well, fine. But we both <laughs> chose black stones. I know. So. <laughs> I think it's very interesting that we both went basically like black, purple, clear, yellow, tiger's eye. <laughs> <laughs> That's very weird. <laughs> it is very weird. I really thought we were going to get different stones. <laughs> I thought so, too. I thought that there would be some in there different. But ultimately, I really feel like both of our fives are great beginner packs. A hundred percent. Well, why don't we take a little break and we'll come back. And I'm kind of curious what stones didn't make your cut. Okay. That you really wanted to throw in there. Maybe a couple little bonus stones. Okay. All right. All right. Cool. cool. I'll be right back. All right. See you soon, witches. Oh, hi. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, uh, it was surprisingly hard to pick five stones. I don't know about you, but I I struggled with it a little bit. Really? Yeah. I wanted to, like, include all the stones. To, like, I, I set up the guidelines to help me pick just five. Yeah. And to pick with purpose as opposed to the five stones that I like best because the five stones I like best are not those particular five. We were picking five starter stones. Yeah. So, yeah, there was definitely a bunch that, like, I wanted to include and didn't make the list because um, because they were redundant. They either, like, served the same purpose or they were not what I would consider a starter stone. That's totally fair. Yeah, I would agree that there were a lot of stones that I was looking at that I would not have considered a starter stone. And most of that had to do with accessibility for yep. me. Yeah, 100%. Same. And like both in price and in like being able to find it somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But aside from that, it was actually really easy for me to oh, choose these five. Nice. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> you're, I mean, we're both pretty indecisive, but I feel like you're usually slightly more indecisive than I am. So yeah. I really appreciate that you were like, I've got this. <laughs> oh, well, I did. Well, I did. I had to. I didn't have much time to like figure it out. So I was like, you can't flip flop. You got to just pick them. <laughs> oh, man. I like my my biggest flip flop was the hematite. I was like hematite, onyx, obsidian tourmaline they're all black they all do kind of the same thing that's really funny because the the tourmaline was my biggest flip-flop too oh weird yeah <laughs> for the same reasons yes basically for the same reasons because they're all very similar as far as black stones go but i really wanted that like outer protection mm. rather than mm -hmm. that that sort of like taking the negativity away from you on the inside sort yep. of thing. I almost went with obsidian be because I I feel very connected to it, even though it is not technically a crystal. Um, I've always kind of had a thing for it. Yeah. And I will say like we, crystal is a term that we use pretty loosely. It's crystals and or gemstones and or stones. Yeah. I just, crystal is just easy, all encompassing uh, type of terminology but yeah I mean yeah some of these are just straight up rocks yeah I mean obsidian is glass right <laughs> <laughs> or that <laughs> um, but yeah so I decided black tourmaline instead and and the only other one that I like really wanted to include but I at in the end I didn't feel it was necessary was aquamarine 
and that's because I have a connection to it because it's my birthstone and it's associated with the sea and I just really love it. Nice. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I wanted to include Labradorite very badly. It's one of my personal favorites. It's like, it basically comes from Canada. Uh, it was discovered in Canada. And I was like, oh, I want a Canada stone. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so freaking pretty. It comes in so many different colors too. And so... Yeah, I, I think that's a different stone for a different time just because it's not super easy to find. It's got some really cool folklore attached to it, but it's because it's sort of a newer stone, it's not associated typically with a chakra, and it was kind of like a an out there stone. Not It wasn't a, a top five for a beginner. Uh, same with malachite was the other one that I really wanted to include, which is basically your like... Like, you think you have some psychic intuition? Yeah. You really want to enhance it? Yeah. Get a piece of that. <laughs> I thought about malachite, too. <laughs> and it's funny, because we were talking on our little break um, on how I mentioned that I used to wear a black tourmaline necklace when doing readings for other people. And I've, I've given that away to another witch for a very good purpose. And sometimes, like, a stone comes into your life like anything else, where, like, it serves its purpose as long as it's with you, and then it's just time to move on. And... When I got that necklace, I specifically went looking for, I didn't even know what black tourmaline was. I just knew that was the stone that I needed. I was like, there's that, like that black, like the black stone that looks like it's like a whole bunch of other little thin layers of stone smushed together. I need a necklace of that. Went, got it, found out what it does. I was like, oh, neat. <laughs> Why the fuck do I need this? I think there's probably something going on that I like don't, it was like a presence I'm feeling, but I wore it daily for a long time. Anyway tangenting to uh <laughs> i've given it away and i haven't found my new necklace yet and as we're sort of talking about it i feel like malachite might be my new stone nice i awesome, might get dude. myself a little like explore the universe stone i think i have a malachite ring somewhere that i used to wear a lot i have the tiniest chip of it that i bought at a crystal store in portland maine and I think it cost me like $25 for this like wow. tiny ass chip of it. Wow. And I, yeah, I, I mean, I, I remember it not being cheap, but I w really wanted that tiny little bit for, um, for doing tarot readings. But yeah, I, I think it's time to get a, maybe a necklace or something. Awesome. As long as it's not like $800. Because <laughs> <laughs> if a tiny chip was like 20 bucks, I'm now like, oh, oh. <laughs> but we'll see. So yeah, those are our five stones. I think that was super fun. That was super fun. I hope that if you're listening and you're a crystal enthusiast, that you give us a shout. Let us know what your five stones were or are. Um, let us know what you'd recommend for a crystal stone collecting newbie. And you can drop us a line at 5C2PPod at Gmail or send us a direct message on our Instagram, which is also 5C2PPod. And we would love, love, love to hear what your like five crystals for crystal starter pack are. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think we'll do we'll do another crystal episode in the upcoming weeks with some more some of more of the advanced stones. We'll explore that a little bit as well. Yeah, maybe we'll figure out which episode it was that we talked about the like blood water crystal <laughs> and see if it actually was hematite in that story. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that it was, but but yes, we'll we'll have to go back and listen to some of our old episodes. <laughs> If you know off the top of your head, tell us. Please tell us. <laughs> we, we didn't keep any notes until like episode 50. <laughs> All right, witches. 
We will be back next week with a brand new episode. Until then, hang in there, get some sun, drink some water, and remember, no pervs, no Nazis. Totally.